0: Media at SAFM with Ashraf, Ashraf Garda Exploring every media platform and industry Only on 104 to 107
1: Well it is Sunday morning So a good morning to you And it's also almost the end of the year it's uh, just time to sort of appraise And look at what we've done throughout the year And what we're planning for next year And possibly part of all of that Has got to be the industry pitch It's, 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 a, it's a procedure to try and get business uh, or to make appointments in the advertising industry. That's what we're going to talk about for the first 30 minutes of the show. So my name is Ashraf Garda. Welcome to the show. To call in on air 0891104207. tweet at Ashraf Gardner. Do use the hashtag media show and option three is to SMS me 34701, 34701. Right, three guests to talk about the first uh, topic, uh, which is really the industry, the ad industry pitch fair or foul you give me your thoughts on that gareth lack with me the uh co-founder of the joe public agency uh, gareth good chatting to you hi gareth you're there right yeah gareth, yeah gareth hi good chatting to you yes I was. okay we also have Julian rightford who's the founder of ad therapy Julian, appreciate your time hi hi there good you're very clear and and abie is the ceo of ogilvy uh, south africa able good chatting to you as well hi Morning, Ashraf. Morning, indeed. I mean, let, let me start with you on this one. I mean, You've got the point of it. you know, uh, ad agency, pitch, fair, or foul. What, what's your initial thought?
0: My initial thoughts are that any company has a right to go and request a pitch from agency so they can see who's got what to offer. I don't think anyone is, is against that. I think the issue really should be, is the way that it's being done now the most cost-effective and the most time-effective way of doing it? And I'd say, in most cases, it's not.
1: Okay. Hold, hold that thought, because that's an opening line. Uh, Gareth, your thoughts?
0: No, I think um, for us, the pitch prices has been really, really good, because we would not be who we are if it wasn't for the pitch prices. I mean, we literally started as two, three people, and we're now close to 200. And I think a big part of it has been winning pitches and being involved in pitches. Okay. So I think there is, there is some work to be done potentially to tighten it up. But I think in principle, um, as much as there's quite a lot of work and and sometimes pain involved in the process, it's been a big part of our growth as a business. So we see this working positively for us as a group.
1: All right, two people from agencies. Julian Wrightford, you're on both sides of the fence. I would think he's a consultant. Give me your thoughts.
2: Yeah, no, I kind of uh, agree with both Gareth and Abby. I think though that the real challenge is how do you um, how do you find the right partnership uh, in a way that's fair to both companies? And um, you, you know, my my big issue is how do you find the right partnership and what is that process? And and yeah, to Abby's point, that can be extremely expensive, and you can actually compromise the work that you're doing for existing clients.
1: Mm. So, Let's talk about Julian Let me start with you On this one here Your your thoughts When when we talk about An industry Or ad industry pitch What does it really mean And I'm saying that Keeping in mind That many people listening Are obviously experts So they know But there are others Who are like Okay what are we Talking about here What what does it mean And what's the purpose Of an ad industry pitch
2: Basically a marketer Will get to a point uh, With their incumbent agency Where they feel They're not uh, able To deliver Whatever the marketer wants Or it could even be A new marketer And they then the process of looking for an agency partner and because it's quite a specialized area um, and many marketers actually aren't uh, that sure of who's out there, um, they start a research process where they will look at the various agencies that um, seem to be a good fit and that might be because of their size or because of their creative reputation or because of the types of industries they've had experience in and then they will draw up a short list uh, sometimes with the help of a, of, of a consultant um, and they will then put a brief out and the agency will come back with recommendations um, and the controversial part is do you ask the agency to do creative recommendations or do you just have a series of meetings uh, and decide whether you want to work with each other or not. So it's really um, the process of a marketer finding a new agency partner.
1: And and the idea of, of a pitch, a b you can answer this one, is in, in, I mean, it's not unique to the advertising industry, but it seems to be um, far, you know, played out far more in advertising than in any other field. In many others, they would, yes, have a shortlist, identify a person, make a decision based upon the person's credentials in, in, in terms of past work. They wouldn't ask that person then to effectively still pitch in terms of what they would do with that business if they got the job, isn't it? No,
0: I mean... The Pitches are certainly not unique to the advertising industry. I mean, you know, I, I just think that the frequency, perhaps, of our pitching um, is much more so than other industries. I mean, it happens in auditing and financing when you're putting bids together for, um, for World Cups, for example. I mean, this pitching, the pitching happens all the time. Um, I just think, really, for us, it's really how do we, how do we get to the same result. Um, and save time. I mean, often what happens in the pitch uh, is you present creative and strategic perspective. Um, I, I can count on one hand the amount of times the work that we have presented in a pitch and won has been finally produced. Uh, and I'd say that 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 is probably quite common across the industry where you hardly present, you hardly produce in the work that you pitch up. So I think that we, we're wasting a lot of time and money mm,
1: mm,
0: mm. by going through um, the, the, the creative conceptualization process. Mm.
1: Okay, that's an interesting one. Gerozlak, do you agree with that? You're, hard, yeah, you're hardly think, producing... Uh, so, so you're convincing a a, a a brand to take you on on the basis of, of your creative work and then they like it and they don't even use that work at all.
0: There's definitely some truth to that. I mean, I think probably in the last two, three years, probably half the work we've pitched we've actually produced and half we haven't. Um, so there's very some truth in that. Um, and I think in other industries, I think the problem exists as well. So if you look at architecture firms, I know they spend their life sending proposals. Um, I think the problem is no one's really, really embraced an alternative. Um, if you look at, for example, in Europe, I know it's really out of hand. Um, like for example, in Germany, I've actually heard they sometimes have 23 agencies pitching yeah. And then there'll be wow. two or three rounds where the agencies actually have to pay for the research themselves. So these aren't on big accounts, but in Germany it's in mean, developed markets very, very out of control. So I think, strangely enough, in South Africa, although it's not perfect, it is managed better than maybe other markets. Um, and I think that's the question. How do you manage the process more effectively? Okay. Um, and I think there are some, there are, I mean, the ATA is doing quite a good job. So. I think there are some systems in place that are probably better than other markets in you know in developed markets in the rest of the world that hmm. I think we aren't maybe aware of. Um, and it was a big eye opener for me when I was there a couple of years ago. i actually heard about this.
1: So, Julian Whiteford, so, comment on comment on that the the fact that uh, yes uh, agencies are then judged on their creativity during the pitch, but the fact that they hardly then get told to do that to the actual work that they've actually pitched for and that point that, that A.B. made earlier on, that it's actually incredibly expensive. But that's one of his big issues around it. We should come back to him on that. Give me your thoughts, Julian.
2: Um, I am a firm believer that creative uh, presentation should not be part of the pitch. Um, and the reason why is, is that you are, as a marketer, you're looking for a relationship. You're not looking for uh, necessarily the work on the day. And um, I think that the danger of presenting creative is you buy the work that you like. Uh, not the people that you like. And that is why for me, um, particularly given the fact that the majority of work presented in a pitch is done in isolation, you very seldom have uh, full access to the, the decision makers on the client side. So it's really guesswork, um, and sometimes it's really, really good guesswork, Mm -hmm. um, but I think then the excitement becomes about the idea on the table, um, not long-term can we actually work together, which to me is is the whole point
1: of the pitch. All right. Fascinating discussion on the industry pitch, whether it's uh, fair or foul. And by the way, there's a, there's a Twitter poll. If you go to my timeline, you'll, you'll see it and you can actually vote, uh, either way as per that question, whichever way you stand on this one here. You can certainly call in if you have strong views on this. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. SMS is 34701. And if you are tweeting, it's at Ashraf Garda with the hashtag MediaShow3. Guests, you've heard the voice of Julian Wrightford, who's the founder of Ad Therapy. Gareth Lack with us, co-founder of the Joe Public Agency. And, uh, Avi is the CEO of, uh, Ogilvy, South Africa. Maybe let's talk about affordability. You, you made the point that there's lots of money that goes into uh, pitching from an agency side. Uh, you know, typically, how, how much money? Because I think it's industry knowledge, but how much money? And you made the point that it's actually, there's lots of wastage of money there, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, look, let me go back to the fact that as an industry, we, like all other industries, have worked a lot to bring our cost base down. So, really you're operating with a staff base that is working a hell of a hard just to stay in the same place. So everyone is stretched. Everyone is doing much more than they should be doing just to make sure that we can keep our costs down and have as efficient an operation as possible. Now, on top of that, when you add in a pitch, you have to remove those resources or even hire some resources from outside of the business to get the work going on this pitch. And that's that's really the the majority of the cost. Um, It's really the staffing of the thing. Over and above that, because you are in a competitive pitch and you want to win the work and you want to put your best foot forward, there's a lot of investment that goes into even producing almost um, um, completed TV commercials, um, you go and shoot, um, and people really go all out to make sure that you can have as good an impression on the day as possible. Now, that's all money that you extract from the business that's already being um, run as efficiently as possible and money that you are investing where actually, you know, even if you go with, with, with Gareth's um, perspective of 50-50 hit rate on producing the work that you actually pitched on, it's an incredible waste of money.
1: Mm. There's a long pause and I've done that deliberately, an incredible waste of money. Gareth, you agree? I do
0: agree. I mean, the truth is the average pitch probably costs us uh, about, I'd say roughly, 300K in time at least. Yeah. And probably another 100K in hard costs. So if you're, going, if you're going hard on a pitch, you literally spend you know 400,000 Rands worth of, of, of time and production costs that should be sitting in the agency or being applied to existing clients.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Now, you do that four or five times a year, it's a couple of million bucks. And with our margins under huge pressure, it just makes the business really, really tough. So in that regard I do think I do think clients are unaware and pitch consultancies are unaware of those kind of costs. And strange enough some of the clients we get they, they basically push your margins down to a point where that becomes that that pitch fee can be an almost zero one a third of the of the margin that's been taken away. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. there's definitely an issue with um on the cost side of pitches that people aren't really aware of or don't really care about. Mm. And I it's interesting to say they,
1: they aren't aware I'd be surprised if they're not aware of it being in the industry where they should know everything Gillian Wrightford your thoughts on that aren't they not aware of it or in fact it's, it's the norm and it certainly at this point in time seats, uh, suits the client to just let it continue because they're not paying for the, for the pitch at all
2: Yeah, um, I don't think they're unaware. I think they feel that that's the right way to do it, um, and they have uh, they have something that agencies want and need. So they kind of it's it's willing buyer, willing seller kind of kind of approach, Um, and the agencies um, you know the agencies are forced to leap through the hoop, But ultimately, it is their choice. Um, But I think that. You know, having run an agency myself, I am acutely aware of it, and that's why I, I, I really advise clients strongly not to, not to go to a creative pitch, because I just don't see the point. I think that you can tell an agency's abilities through their, their credentials. You can tell by the work that they've done for other clients. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's a, I think it's a really unfair thing to ask an agency, um, and, You know, to Gareth and Abby's point that the margins mm, agencies mm, operate mm. are under massive pressure.
1: Mm. Okay, so if you're going to advise a client not to go to a creative agency uh, uh, pitch, you you then advise them to do what? Because, I mean, they'd want to get into business. We'll get to show public in a moment, but what would you then tell them to do?
2: Um, I think it's very important to have chemistry sessions. So um, I think that uh, actually the starting point is why are you pitching? So I would ask them to consider that question very carefully and what is it that they want out of an agency. Um, and Then I would say the key decision makers, not just the marketers, the key decision makers in the company you need to get in a room with the key people in the, in the agencies and, and have, have some chemistry sessions and, and review case, case studies and credentials and discuss philosophies and, and ways of working um, and, and, and ask for referrals from other clients. The best source of information on how, w- how an agency works is their current plan.
1: Well, the question is, can, can, they, can they afford it? I mean, Gareth, I know from, uh, you've been on record saying this, if you simply went for creative pitch, uh, or rather, if you just went for credentials only, uh, as, as a fairly new agency, uh, Joe Public, that is, at yeah. that time, you, you'd get no business, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, right now, we've got two major accounts talking just, and they're going to exactly the places Julian has said. Mm-hmm. there's no creative pitch there's no strategic pitch they're spending time with us they're spending time with other agencies um, and I think they're going to run it like that so I think that is actually I mean I think it's a very respectful way to go and also they're getting referrals from other clients and they're quite major accounts you are not small accounts so I think that I mean and we really respect that as an agency actually we think mm-hmm. it's a great start to, to being appointed if we should be appointed so I would say that is that is the optimal way, but I do think it is a strange one because, you know, if you as I've said before, how do you... Use, how, I mean, Ogilvy's been around for I don't know how long. Um, you know, there's some new agencies that come up. I don't know how they compete with an Ogilvy for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they compete with k because they've literally got you know two founders maybe, three founders with some past work. And I suppose, yes, a client might take a chance on them because they want um, you know, they want... They're looking for those kind of people, that kind of work, but if I compare some of the, the bigger country ones, we were the outside guys. We were the outside guys. I don't think we would have won it if we hadn't um, pitched and won. So I'm uh, I'm actually conflicted. And, and that's pitched creatively
1: because, because at that stage, you think chemistry would have well, done it for you.
0: At that stage? We pitched, we, we pitched creatively and strategically. Um, so and I think you know, it's, it's, so I'm I'm actually conflicted on it. I do think and I have said I do think the ATA courses in South Africa it's very, very well governed relative to other markets.
2: Yeah.
0: It's very well governed through the ACA. I mean, they've got strict guidelines, there's processes they follow. If the agencies, if the clients don't follow those processes like five agencies, like pitch, fee, pitch fees, et cetera, et cetera, the agencies are asked to stand down. And we have before. Agencies have stood down before. So if we feel collective, we've had, you know, we've had collective discussions on, on a pitch and said, no, it's not fair. it's not being followed correctly, and we've stood down. Now, I don't think that happens in other markets. So I do think we haven't got the perfect process in South Africa, but I think it's probably better than most markets.
2: Mm, 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 and also,
0: I think everybody talks, I mean, I think we speak about this almost every year. And I'm not sure there is this perfect solution, because if there was, I, th- I think we would be, we would have it. You know, we, don't, we don't seem to have that perfect solution. I remember Matthew Bull a few years ago yeah,
1: said he yeah, refuses
0: yeah. to pitch. I'm not going to pitch. I refuse to pitch. Know, everybody kind of saw his pain, but I think within a year or like, two late he was pitching.
1: You're, you're, you're having yeah, no so choice. Yeah. the next
2: month. All right.
1: Well, there you are. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let me bring you in from, from Ogilvy. You know. So I think, if I get this right, you agree with the broad principle of pitching. You're just concerned about the high cost factor. How how can, You know, would you change that? Can you change that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, our philosophy in our business is that we pitch every day. You know, the, the average mm-hmm. tenure of our clients is 15 years. But that doesn't mean you have to be complacent and wait for a pitch to present your best work. So we're pitching every day, and and that's the way way that we operate. Um, I I do think that there's a conversation that's happening right now between clients and agencies around trying to save people time and trying to get to to the real crux of the matter, which is can you work with the people that are in your agency? Can your cultures connect to create added value for the products that you're selling and to connect with consumers that you need to, to be connecting with. And that is not necessarily through the traditional pitch process. So uh, we've also been through a, a, a process where it was much more about the relationship than about our mm-hmm. and about the client spending time with us. And I think you're going to see more and more of those things, especially, I think, for the big brands. Because the big brands are the ones that are making serious, Big business decisions, of course, um, that needs to be well thought through and supported, and I think
1: that's the future. So, so let's get this right. You would prefer, let's call it the chemistry pitch, uh, to to borrow from Julian Wrightford versus a creative pitch.
0: Absolutely, I think it's a chemistry pitch. I think it's a point of view pitch. I think every agency can have a point of view about the client that they're talking to, um, and I think you can through some of the case studies that you've got. Present how you think that that point of view could be applied, um, as to what you've applied in those case studies. And I think, yes, there are going to be new agencies that come on board, uh, that have no track record. Mm. But mm. agencies are hardly started by people that have no work, that have no experience at all. Mm. So I think in those environments, the leaders of those businesses could have come and said, look, here's our perspective, here's our, the, the, the vision of our partnership, and here's what we could bring to bear. Um, it is It is more risky, obviously, because you've got no track record but I, I you know I think people are people are much more mature and they're much more engaging with the leaders within their respective um agencies rather than just the reputation um because people have made mistakes by just going with an agency because of what reputation they have in the market as opposed to engaging with the people that are going to be running their business
1: okay inter interesting one. Jillian, go ahead yeah.
2: Yeah, can I just add to a, a client of mine recently um, got to the, the end of the chemistry sessions and, you know, all of that and selected two agencies to get, and gave each of them a brief, uh, a live brief, and it was, um, it wasn't to come back with creative ideas um, or, or campaign, it was to come back with a strategic platform, which actually is quite a, hard, uh, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, they were both uh, paid. For the time, okay. and what the client actually wanted to see was how well they worked with them. So it was a live brief situation, um, and it went on for about six weeks or two months. And during that process, um, they got to know the agency really well. They got to know their methodology of working, and they got to know which ones they felt more comfortable with. And by the end of it, um, obviously there was a, there was a presentation, um, but but they 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 knew each other.
1: Okay, and but really the key is they were also to willing, they were willing to foot the bill, right? Oh, and, absolutely. And, and, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. that's interesting, yeah. Well, yeah. What about, yeah. Julian, while what, what I have you, just what about your thoughts then on the the, the, the point brought up earlier on, that often uh, these agencies pitch creatively. Uh, we already made the point that maybe 50% is never used anyway. Yeah. And then sometimes they get rehashed in different forms by, by the client. Uh, who sort of feeds that to another agency that they finally appointed, maybe even five years down the line. Not necessarily deliberately, but it, because it's in the memory bank, when they sort of mm. debate it, and you find that actually somebody's, somebody else's ideas come through. Uh, your thoughts on that? Does it happen? Yeah,
2: it happened, it happened to me completely. You know, sitting watching TV and there's your ad. Wait a minute, who did that? Um so I think that some clients, uh, you know, I mean, and to Eddie's point, you know, there are a lot of very mature, very uh, uh, sensible, and and good clients in the market. But I think that sometimes the pitch process is used as a bit of a, a trawling session for new IP, and it's um, uh, it, it's unbelievably unethical, and it's hard for agencies to protect.
1: Amy, your thoughts on that trawling session? Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, it's often it's often the case where three or four agencies come up with the same idea uh, because yeah. sometimes briefs are written in that way. So I think out of respect, and this has happened to us before, where the pitch agent actually came around and said, listen, we've got three agencies that have got the same idea. Uh, please don't be surprised if this work is eventually um, shown in the market. And I think it's a reality that happens and it must just be managed with respect and, and people be acknowledged. Um, for the work that they've put in, even if it's if it's, if it's, if it's common, so I think it must just be acknowledged mm. um, yeah
1: up, up front okay let's so we've got about two minutes to go let's wrap up then Gareth, maybe just to pick up. Is there an area that we haven't touched on that you want to bring up here
0: No, I just to say I think Gillian's last discussion point around the process has actually seemed pretty amazing. So if you could get to a situation where five agencies are, for example, being shortlisted and assessed, and in the final two are then being worked with with live briefs that are paid for, and also maybe following more strategy processes, that they being more on the strategic side, not the full credit part. Right. I think that would be quite a, a next level in terms of process that isn't commonly used, and I think might solve a lot of the problems we've been discussing in the last of 20 minutes. So I think just hearing that process, it sounds pretty fantastic. Whether the clients will buy it, I'm not sure, but I think, she if we can get into a position where following those kind of prices. I think it's going to be moving a big step forward for the industry
2: and for
0: clients mm-hmm. and for agency Ab- relationship. That yeah.
1: sounds pretty impressive. Maybe you want to comment on that in terms of where you know where the ACA fits in and and whether on the one hand all all of you as agencies are are looking for business and you're pitching for business, but you're also part of a broader industry. And I think the point made earlier on about coming together and literally telling the clients this is the way we want us to operate. Now, you may come back and say it's been done already, but how much more needs to be done where, where, the, where, the, where the agencies take a specific stand and say, we will only do business this way, not individually, but as a complete collective?
0: Well, I think the ACA has done a great job at at least getting the industry to a point where there's limited the amount of agencies that are pitching on any one pitch. They have encouraged clients not to request for creative work to be produced and if that work is produced, that there's a pitch rejection fee that's put on the table. I think that's as far, honestly, as I think the ACA can go because it's the client's money and it's their prerogative. I think as an industry, what we can keep pushing, because I think there will be general alignment, is let's not waste time producing creative work. Let's try and get a pitch process simply to be on credentials, experience, and perspective. Um, and, and we can try to push that agenda. But... I thought it's not our money.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So, so, so we, 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 we've got to try our best, but uh, it's the prerogative of the clients that we serve.
1: Well, there you are. Last, last word. Gillian Whiteford, go ahead.
2: Um, I was thinking about this, and I, um, I recalled Suze Orman. Do you remember her? She mm, talks about mm. finances and money, and mm, she was mm, yes. doing a program on weddings uh, in the States and just talking about how much money is spent on weddings, and she said, the irony is that all the money, uh, at the time is focused on the wedding and not on the marriage. And I think that for me, that is the, that, that's what actually needs to come out of the pitch is not so much what happens on the day, but, um, but how the relationship is going to look later on and whether it's sustainable. So, yeah, I mean, that, 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 um, idea of working with an agency for a, or a number of agencies to assess them is also really important because it brings account management into the process and yeah. account management isn't often represented in a pitch
1: Absolutely, and yet
2: it's your, it's your touch point in the relationship going forward.
1: And that's where we're going to leave that so all the time focused on the wedding and not on the marriage, something to think yeah. about for the future. Julian Reiter, thanks for your time. A.B. Machatwani from Ogilvy, appreciate your input. Gareth Lach from Joe Public, uh, thank you for your time as well. It's an interesting one. I'll read some of the tweets just now, by the way. Do use the hashtag media show. I'll get to them just now. People have to tweeted i just couldn't get to them in time but i will do that in a moment right let's move on then of course you know the the annual ad focus agency well awards took place a few days ago in fact agency of the year we'll talk about them right after this